Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Well, show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am enthusiastic to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about a lockdown on sex. <laughs> so we're having a lockdown in our community, in our cities, in our in our country. And guess what? There's also a lockdown happening on sex. So due to government orders, 75% of Americans are on lockdown. Most people are experiencing big changes to their usual routines. There's no office commute, no school bus shuttle, there are no parties to attend, no group dinners, and no happy hours. My, oh my. It's not surprising that for a lot of people, these changes may also be affecting their sex life. What is or isn't okay to do sexually during these crazy times? That's what we're going to be talking about. I'd love to have you join us. Please call us at 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. And you can also contact my chat line, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross. Let's make this happen. All right. So there are a lot of people who are predicting that during this current lockdown, there's going to be a baby boom in nine months. I seriously disagree. Women can't easily have sex if they think the world is going to end and if they think their children are in danger and they can't easily get food and supplies for their families. It's just a big mental roadblock. Um, All right, so let's talk about the birth rate for a minute. The cooped up conceptions are a myth. The fable, a fable has it, and it probably started in New York City during the blackout of November 1965 when there were predictions of labor and delivery units being deluged nine months later. However, Once the data was analyzed, there actually was no baby boom. Following the influenza pandemic of about 100 years ago in 1918, there was a decrease in the birth rate from about 5 to 15% in the United States. So much like our current pandemic, less sex will occur as a result of stress, economic uncertainty, illness, and the reduced availability of sexual partners. Now, once the lockdown is over with, 
We may see a baby boom mid-2021 as people may jump back into the sack to release some of that built-up tension. That I will probably agree with, but baby booming, um, (laughs) prep work now, I'm not seeing it. I don't think that'll happen. So many singles may think that usual that their usual sexual habits may be too risky at this time. If you're not feeling in the mood, well, you're not alone. Many lament that general panic and despair has led to the sudden disappearance of their libido. Since many people haven't showered or brushed their teeth in a couple of days, let's get real, They describe themselves as unappealing or just wanting to cuddle and eat snacks instead. It's easier and more comforting (laughs) in a lot of ways. So what do the polls say? Well, in a recent poll from NBC News, um, who surveyed over 9,000 people and asked them how the coronavirus outbreak had affected their sex lives, 47% said that it had affected them negatively. So it means half of more than half of you are like not having sex and I agree with this statistic. 28% were neutral and only 24% said that it had a positive effect. I think that's dreaming. I don't even think it's 24%. <laughs> They're dreaming. But I do think that 47% um those who who say that the this lockdown has definitely affected them negatively. Now, psychologists agree that two people can respond to the same situation in a very different way and that factors that increase sexual desire in some can drive it down in others. So are you wondering what's going on? There may be a few reasons why you're feeling different about getting, re, uh, about getting busy. Um, and here they are, fighting off the blues. So for plenty of people, and especially for women when they get stressed out, sex is the furthest thing from their mind. Between worrying about elderly parents, figuring out how to exercise at home, and managing a new routine, a lot of things can point toward not doing it because you're so focused merely on survival. Also, when you throw in stress, anxiety, and potentially losing your job into the mix, that will definitely take a toll on relationships. So when anxiety and stress go up for some people, especially men, their their libido kicks up. Some men use sex as a coping mechanism. Also, men are built to compartmentalize, which means they can separate their libido from the chaos around them. At the beginning of self-isolation, on around about March 24th, Pornhub attributes 17.8% increase in the U.S. on their side, so an increased amount of traffic compared to an average day relating to this area. I'm sure those numbers are even higher now that we are a few weeks out. My, oh my. (laughs) So some of these guys are getting busy, aren't they? All right, so if you are feeling horny, 
and she is not, how do you deal? Well, you reassure her the following things. You are here for her. The world isn't going to end. The children are fed. And hopefully in a few weeks, this will all be over. Remember, you want to exude first C confidence. And you want to, first C is also protect and provide. So you just want to be her emotional rock that we're going to get through this. Don't worry about it. The world's not going to end. We'll be uh, going back to our daily lives pretty soon. May not look the same as before (laughs) this all started, but at least the world's not going to end, right? So in a relationship study between trauma and the libido, researchers looked at the effect between the massive 2008 earthquake in Wenchuan, China, which was which marked up a 7.9 on the Richter scale, and they measured that event with the reproductive health of 170 local women. Researchers found that a marked decrease in the women's satisfaction with their sex life. So, before the quake, 55% of women surveyed said that they were satisfied. So after, it fell to 21%. Wow. All right. Um, They had less sex, too. So before the quake, every woman surveyed said that they were having sex at least once a week. I don't believe that for a second, but okay, let's go with that. Um, All right. So in the event, in the week immediately after the quake, 89% said that they had not had sex at all. This one, I believe. Even a month later, 32% said that they were still not having sex. I believe that one too. So these sorts of traumatic, traumatic effects, traumatic events definitely affects how and whether you have sex or not. All right. What else plays a factor? Well, the, the economy sucks. So if U.S. history is anything to go by, a downturn in economic prospects is similarly bad news for the nation's sex life. So according to studies on the nation's birth rate, during the years of prosperity, such as the 1950s, the U.S. birth rate soared. Its greatest depths, however, occurred with times of great economic hardship, namely the Great Depression of 1929, the 1970 crisis, and the 2008 recession. Shortly after the 2008 recession, between the years of 2008 and 2013, nearly 2.3 million fewer babies were born in the U.S. than would have been expected if pre-recession fertility rates had persisted. Some of this may be for practical reasons, like who wants to have another child when they can when they can barely afford the ones they have. Still. While the birth rate isn't a perfect measure for how much sex people are having, it still is one of the better indicators that is widely available. So what else? Well, too much togetherness. 
when you're stuck together in a confined space of your own home with few opportunities for independent activities or time apart, it definitely can block keeping the mystery alive. Now, some therapists claim that separateness is a precondition for connection. I personally don't believe that. I don't believe you have to be separate to want sex. I believe it's a function of time, meaning that if too much time went by, then you're probably going to be horny for sex. All right, so let's look at the uh, facts and what the health officials are telling us. Can you contract coronavirus through sex? Well, here's the good news. Coronavirus is not contracted directly from sex. The coronavirus is a respiratory virus. It can be transmitted through your saliva and intimate contact, but it is not directly transmitted genitally. And this is according to Dr. Mark Suri, who is a clinical professor in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology at UCLA's David Geffen School of Medicine. All right, so big name person, right? He's saying not. However, that being said, you can contract COVID-19 if you come within six feet of an infected person and they cough, sneeze, or breathe on you. So what does that mean to you? It means even a snuggle date is not recommended with somebody that you don't live with. Because COVID-19 is spread through direct contact with saliva or mucus, Kissing can also spread the, the disease, can spread the virus. So health departments recommend against having sex with anyone outside of your household as it goes against social distancing guidelines. So for those of you um, that are, you are not living with your partner, what they're recommending is to have virtual sex via FaceTime or some other video chat app. That's what they're suggesting. Um, and if you and your partner are not living together, then the two of you must engage in social distancing from each other. If you are trying... If- If you're trying to conceive at this time, it does not appear that the virus is transmitted via sperm or eggs. However, as for whether the mom-to-baby transmission is possible during pregnancy or delivery, more research needs to be done as this is not definitive as yet. So social distancing is hard for everyone. During this crazy time, as we are protecting our physical health, it's critical to maintain your emotional health as well. For some people, that means doing something that's good for the community. For some, it may be doing physical activity. Maybe that's a good option, maybe like walking or biking. So overall, what should you do? Keep it informed. Think about the risks then do what you can to manage those risks without losing your mind. (laughs) So you got to really be safe. um, And if social distancing is what we have to do, then that's what we have to do. And unfortunately for many people that exclude sex. So hopefully when this is all over with, we can have a party and get down. Right. All right. 
want to thank you for joining my show today. Uh, if you like our show, please show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my my app, buy my book on Amazon. By the way, the book has a brand new cover. I want your feedback on it. Um, it's called The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. All right, you can find that on Amazon. In the, you can download the ebook version in a few seconds or ask them to ship you the uh, paperback version. Most people do buy the paperback version. They say uh, they they it has kind of a reference book feel to it and they take a yellow highlighter and they can highlight certain sections and come back again to it and again to it and go in other sections as certain topics become relevant. So anything and everything that you need to know about women and how to handle them is in this book. A lot of my men not only use this book on a personal level, they also use it with their coworkers or their female bosses, or maybe you have a family, a female family member that you're just not getting along with. It explains to you the same principles will work in all of these situations. So you need to um, get that done. All right. Okay. What else? Um, I want to make mention of my dear friend Aaron Clary he has a brand new book out I want you to check out his book it's called How Not to Be a Millennial How Not to Become a Millennial Learning from America's Largest Sociological Disaster and I'll put the link um, right here on my social media so you won't have to travel too far it'll be right there handy for you so um, yeah you can you can make that happen. As for previous shows, you can uh, just Google, if you're not already, uh, the outlets. Um, you can Google themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, and all the different resources should come up. Of course, uh, the archive shows are right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, the best place to find the archive shows are on SoundCloud because you have because you have all five years of my shows on SoundCloud. Also, we're on TuneIn, and I'm sure if you Google it, um, your favorite podcasting app will uh, point you in the direction of my shows as well. So thank you very much for joining our show today. Send me your ideas on what topics you want me to cover or what guests you want me to invite, and I will be happy to make that happen. I want your feedback on the new book cover, The Science of Mastering Women. All right, that's it for now. Um, stay safe, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. We're usually here Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on blog talk radio bye for now and we'll see you next week on the men's advocate show